What's the difference between a pattern and a habit? Because that's, again, the second part of this question is, is this going to go away when the lawlessness goes away? And the answer is not really, because like a tremor, we're going to have aftershocks. So the difference simply between a pattern and a habit in this situation is the repetition. Uh, uh, patterns form almost immediately because they're uh, less caloric interventions to a problem. But a habit takes time. Whether it's a good habit or a bad habit, the longer you repeat that behavior, your brain starts picking up on the idea saying, I will get a cortisol dopamine release if I repeat this behavior, right? And, and so it starts forming how you live the rest of your life. So where a pattern is, I drive to work and the conundrum might be, hey, there's construction today. You get what I'm trying to say? A habit wouldn't let you get past that. You'd be at the construction zone. You'd get out of the car. You'd lay down on the ground and go, I'm, I'm done. What do we do now? I can, I'm overwhelmed right where the pattern is like, well, shit, I wonder where that street goes. Welcome to the Left of Greg podcast. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Left of Greg podcast. I'm Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, I will be joined by human behavior expert, Mr. Greg Williams, who the show is affectionately named after. Here on the Left of Greg show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check the episode details. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. In this week's episode, Greg and I are answering a question that was sent to us by one of our longtime listeners. I read out the entire question at the beginning of the episode, but in general terms, the question has to do with how humans learn and understand consequences at a psychological and physiological level, and how that influences our behavior at a sociological level. We talk about a lot of issues in the episode, including the difference between habits and patterns, the reward chemicals that drive your behavior, and how policy decisions will change the behavior of both criminals and the community that they prey on. Please don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find the links in the episode details. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends about it. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, Craig. Well, good morning. I'm calling, or we're recording this from the the my new office at the new house. So even though this is a temporary office at the new house until mine gets set up, so good morning. I'm excited. And and listen, you're going to have to, you know, this is Rogue Manor West where I'm coming live from. So you're going to have to come up with a name for it. Uh, uh, you know, Casa de whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, something cool. Uh, yeah. uh, but it's such a, a beautiful place. And I'm so proud of you, Brian. And uh, uh, good luck there. I'm going to send you like, what, what, what's a uh, housewarming gift, like a loaf of bread? Yeah. No, well, in my case, uh, a suitcase full of cash would be great. <laughs> Once you get that meth lab up and running, <laughs> you'll have all the cash you need. So, so, all right. So calling from the new place, recording the new studio, I guess we'll call it. But um, this week's topic is um, uh, brought about by a one of our listeners who reached yeah. out. Um, for folks who don't know about, we have the Patreon site. You can find the links in the episode details, but um, we have a lot of listeners who will follow us on there. We do episode extras. We have a bunch of our webinars and stuff on there. And then when people have questions, we just we answer it and record it and put it on there. So it's sort of an interactive thing. But 
once again, who we, this listener, I don't want to say his name, but he's a law enforcement officer in California, reached out again with great comments. So we said, this one's so good. We don't want to just put it on the Patreon site. We want to record the actual episode. And, and this can lead to a greater discussion about some yeah. of the topics that we hit up. But specifically, we take it from, obviously, the human behavior perspective. But I'm going to go ahead and read off what he wrote in, and then we'll kind of take it from there, Greg. So uh, he said, hey, Brian, I was listening to the Smell You Later recap on Patreon and was hoping you could clarify something. We all know that lowering the legal ramifications of breaking the law emboldens criminals to go bigger. I may have missed it in other podcasts, but what exactly is the mechanism in our brain that contributes to that? Specifically, if I were to get into a discussion on the stand with a defense attorney or local politician about how the leniency shown to criminals has a negative effect on our society, how would you or Greg articulate the argument from a human behavior aspect? So first of all, amazing question. question. Uh, uh, Love the way you worded it and everything. This is perfect. I do want to start with one part, Greg, where he says, we all know that lowering the legal ramifications of breaking law emboldens criminals to go beggar. I think I understand what he meant by that, but mm-hmm. that's kind of a gray area a little bit because do, one thing, do we all know that a yeah. lot of people don't yeah. know that. Okay? okay. I love that. That, that, that high punishment, like we say, Oh, that doesn't deter crime. Well, yes, it does. Yeah. Um, um, you know, I, it, for, we are for a long time, it's hard to prove it negative, but what you're doing, all you have to do is watch the news now as they reduce some of the lean or make things more lenient, you know, uh, an increase in crime in a number of cities. And there's a lot of factors that in all of these. So I, I'm not trying to be oversimplistic. There are a lot of contributing factors to crime, yeah, like even just socioeconomic factors. The uh, the unemployment rate has an impact uh, on crime in the United States. So so just just bear with everyone. Bear with me here for those of you who are listening. But I do want to mention one thing. This kind of came from like. You know, we had this huge crime wave all the way building, building, building all the way up into the 80s. And then in the 90s stuff, we had a lot of people, even uh, uh, President Biden, when he was senator back then, introduced a lot of like kind of get tough on crime bills. And they had really increased the sentencing amounts uh, for, for different crimes and not getting too much into details. But what it also did, the problem with it was it kind of led to mass incarceration, what people are calling mass incarceration. For a lot of crimes that were maybe drug related, but nonviolent. And there were some sentencing guidelines that got kind of lost in translation when it went to the floor and got voted in. There's documentaries and stuff. You could see this where they kind of made some mistakes that led to it leading to, you know, crack cocaine is worse than cocaine and this. And we saw all that. Right. So now what's happening? People are going, OK, this we screwed this up. You know, how do we fix this? And what's happening, though, is you have prosecutors and and politicians kind of playing with the law a little bit in different cities and they're showing more leniency. The problem is they're doing it in, in cases where you shouldn't, right? Each case has to be taken by a case by case basis. We mentioned yes. the one last week about the, the guy who burned his ex-girlfriend's house to the ground. He got charged with like, I think multiple felonies, which then got lowered to one, which then got lowered again. And I think he did a few months in, in jail, yep. six months, six months, and then came out and said, that sentence was way too lenient. This is the guy convicted. Exactly. He said, what are we doing here? Like, this is insane. I should be in jail for longer. Uh, the, what I did was horrible. So th- this is how it plays out in the streets. And it plays out in the streets literally for these different cities. And what's happening is you're seeing, well, hey, we're not going to prosecute for this. And then what do criminals then respond with? Well, damn, if they're not going to prosecute me for that, what else can I get away with? Yep. So I think that's kind of the gist of his question, meaning 
Why does that happen? What, what mechanism our brain contributes to that? Uh, um, how do we scientifically explain this in a, in a, with, with a legal background as well yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, to show that this is the wrong way to go? I guess that would kind of be the, the, my, my synopsis of his question. And, and I, would, I, I would take it uh, uh, just a few inches further. I would say that hopefully what we can do is talk today and have folks that are in the industry take this into their town manager, their city manager, there you go. their police chief or something, and start a dialogue, Brian. I know people hate that term, but what we have to do is we have to uh, expose this to sunlight. We have to expose this to oxygen uh, uh, and allow it to run its course fast. And, and members, not, we're going to pay. We're not pay just to the city, but other members of the community. I mean, yeah, the I know and the well, I mean, I totally how many agree. people in Chicago are scared right now and yeah. selling their property, moving out of the city. And, this, and you that's know, not I mean, like, fair. It's, Listen, not, it's Brian, completely. It, it, it's unfair to people who the ta the taxpayers, the voters, the contributing right. members of society. It's unfair right. to right. I, I I took when you told me about this uh, 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 email memo, uh, social media link. Uh, I knew exactly who you were talking about because you always ask incredible questions. Yeah. Um, I immediately thought the scientific answer. You thought the the sociological answer, which I think is is great because. Sociology is obviously scientific, but I'm talking about, I'm thinking brain chemistry yep. answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but then uh, uh, you see the news, like you mentioned the news, and I hate the news, uh, but uh, in Detroit, a guy sprays an accelerant on his uh, pregnant girlfriend, uh, lights are on fire, uh, got arrested and got released on a $5,000 PR personal recognizance uh, bond. Listen, everything, Jesus. the world is like jello. Uh, 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 and, and there's always room for jello, but when you press in the side of jello and then you release the jello comes back, but it doesn't come right back. It jiggles a little bit back into shape. We're going to ride that jiggle in if we're not careful with what we're doing. So to my first answer that hit my brain, when you read that to me is under normal conditions, the brain circuitry and specifically the ventral tegumental, uh, the dopamine rich center of the brain links up with the nucleus accumbens. And the reason that it does it is it's either going to release cortisol, bad, dopamine, good, okay, Boo Radley and Yay Radley, <laughs> to regulate our incentives and our motivation is a great joke, uh, dissect it later, right? So the brain activates uh, electrochemical neurotransmitters, Brian, to create a pure memory of the visceral incident so that the repeated behavior will get the same reward over and over again. Does that make sense? So, so, so the brain's chemistry allows uh, different parts of the brain's memory centers, which are located all over the brain to activate. So you can pay particular attention to those features of an experience that can be repeated over and over again. So, so right, that's and he, what he asked. And, and, and in my term is he asked, you know, how, how will that create new brain circuitry that allows us to say, well, fuck, go big or go home criminally. Yeah, and, and, and I, exactly I see what you're saying. What be, 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 and, and to to clarify, you know, you did brought up the dopamine and cortisol, which is a yeah. which plays into those memory emotion links and how memory yep. powerful it can be, um, and also reward drug sort of bad drug. So meaning dopamine is 
if I if we had to boil down why humans set patterns and continue to repeat behaviors, it's dopamine reward. That's that's what we yep. all get. That's what we're all yep. all searching for. It's in the simplest some way. way to do it. Yeah. And 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 then the the the, the uh, opposite side of that to maybe would be the cortisol effect. That oh man, that wasn't good. I had a bad reaction. I got uh, I got scared. I got frightened. That that feeling you get in the pit of your stomach. You're like that's that's kind of cortisol hitting, which also you're gonna get adrenaline essential. and a whole bunch of other yep. things that that allow you in a survival situation. But it's I would say one is the good thing. Good. Ooh, repeat this. Well, the other one is, ooh, that's a bad thing. Don't do that. That's what we play yep. with that all the time because that's how humans learn and how memory is stored. So I just want to clarify because yep. you did bring them both up. No, no, that, no. And, kind of, and yeah. I, I love what you did. And so uh, if somebody would ask me the question, what's the difference between a pattern and a habit? Because that's, again, the second part of this question is, is this going to go away when the lawlessness goes away? And the answer is not really, because like a tremor, we're going to have aftershocks. So the difference simply between a pattern and a habit in this situation is the repetition. Uh, uh, patterns form almost immediately because they're uh, less caloric interventions to a problem. But a habit takes time. Whether it's a good habit or a bad habit, the longer you repeat that behavior, your brain starts picking up on the idea saying, I will get a cortisol dopamine release if I repeat this behavior, right? And, and so it starts forming how you live the rest of your life. So where a pattern is, I drive to work and the conundrum might be, hey, there's construction today. You get what I'm trying to say? I have it wouldn't let you get past that. You'd be at the construction zone. You'd get out of the car. You'd lay down on the ground yeah. and go, I'm, I'm done. What do we do now? I can't I do can, anything else. I'm overwhelmed, can, right? Yeah. Where the pattern is like, well, shit, I wonder where that street goes. So, and, and I mean that in this sense, Brian, because when you go talk to your chief of police or your town manager or your city manager or, or your fire department or your church or something, you got to say, look, it, it's we, this is not one. This is not a situation where we can play ostrich and put our head in the sand because we're going to have repercussions. We're feeling a lot of them now from poor decisions that were made a year, two years, three years ago, not just the ones you spoke of, but even a couple of decisions that happened like, like uh, you know, uh, uh, you said it the best, and I'm trying to think of your words. Do you remember when the defund, refund, police, yeah, this and that? Yeah. Police are such a small part, but it's a visible part. Yes. Because they have it's... to get in front of us on things that we never know that happens. And that's why we talk about doing a ride along in your in yeah. your jurisdiction. If you don't go to your jurisdiction and do a ride along, you don't know the cr kind of crazy goofball antics that are going on in your own backyard. Do yeah. you get what I'm saying? Right down so, the street so, from you. Yeah. So that's why when we watch the news or read a story, it's so unbelievable for us to understand that a person would kidnap another human or light them on fire or come in right. and, and, and murder somebody in a furniture store. You see what I'm saying, Brian? We're almost uh, 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 punch drunk from the vicious nature of, of, of the world today, but it's always vicious. Right. It's not, it, you get what I'm saying? It, I, it's dog eat dog and I'm wearing milk bone underwear today, Brian. Well, and, and, and you know, it's always trended towards crime going well since it peaked in the late 1980s early 90s crime like it for an example is 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 gone down since then um standard of living for everyone has gone up continuously since the dawn yep. of, of mankind or womankind or thing kind or they kind yep. or whatever you call yourself i don't care right but the idea is you know this because of covid and a bunch of other factors it kind of shook things a little bit where we started all of a sudden paying attention to things we didn't know were going on but that's the key point is 
just because it's new to you doesn't mean it hasn't been going on this whole time. And, and whose quote is that? It's Charlie Manson, right? If Charlie it's, if Manson. It's, if it's new to, what is I it? haven't, I haven't seen, it. seen it. It's, it's new, new to me. So, so there's, there's one thing I kind of want to start with almost with this question, because he's talking about, you know, he wants to get to the, the, the mechanism in our brain that contributes yeah. to this. So I would say big picture about, um, understanding boundaries. So, so, yeah, yeah, okay. you know, you always say it, you know, first I learn my boundaries, then I test my boundaries, then I push my boundaries. And that's, let's go back to a little kid. You know, I'm a little kid getting yelled at by mom and she's going, Brian, and I don't respond, Brian. Brian, she's yelling. Now I'm still still not responding, still not listening, right. right? And then it comes to Brian John Marin, get your butt over here right now because I know what's coming after that is going to be repercussions. So that's me yep. as a child yep. learning and then testing my boundaries, right? And she set she set she an set important a line standard, standard, didn't yes. she? And then I knew I had known from the previous event, the last time I, my full name came out, I got caught a whooping after that. Well, I want to avoid that, but I'll push all the way up to there. Well, that's not unlike, you know, criminals, terrorists, insurgents, you know, anyone outside of that, that norm, right, is going to, to push their boundaries. So in a sense, what, and this is people teach you how they want to be treated and you teach people how, how you want to be treated. Right. So this is when it comes into this boundary. So let's, if I put myself in the mind of a criminal, yep. well, first I'm going to learn and okay. Oh, damn. Like, uh, uh, I, I got arrested for that. Or I got locked up for a while for that, man, that sucked. Uh, I don't want to do that again. But if we start to lower that stuff, it's, well, wait a minute. Yep. Uh, I'm going to test it a little bit and okay. You know what? I tested it. I burnt my ex-girlfriend's house down and I only did a couple months. Well, what's the next thing in that learn test? Exactly. Then it's push. Okay. So if I'm one of those people, if I don't respect, if I'm the type of person that doesn't respect boundaries, right? Well, then I'm going to yep. push that boundary and it's yep. going to continue to happen. If there's nothing pushing back against it, right? Then, then, then it's going to continue. Does that so, kind so of you, make sense? So no, and you just created a, a, an all important standard on one half of the coin. So I'll fill in the other half of the coin. Because for every internal skill, there's an external. For every yin, there's a yang. So inside of our brain, the amygdala is the center of our motivation and our reward, right? So risk tolerance is all also linked to our prefrontal cortex and our amygdala. What does that mean? That means the stuff that we'll put up within our environment before we fight back. Also seeking out things. Remember, I'm much more likely to take a risk without appreciating the long-term consequences when I get immediate gratification. That's why people have such a hard time quitting smoking, Brian. Right. You know, they, 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 I don't want to think what's going to happen in 25 years because right now it feels so good. They have that 1,000 pound life on there. I'm a, a contestant for the next uh, 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 showing, uh, but they have that <laughs> poor woman that's on there that uh, uh, she's vaping and she's engaging in all this uh, uh, high risk behavior, right? Why? Because she thinks it's Ragnarok. She thinks it's the apocalypse, the end of the world. She thinks that she's got nothing that's worth living for. So here we are two years into COVID. Uh, uh, there's relaxed standards at grooming and working from home and a yep. uh, six foot rule and, and, and uh, wearing a mask are rigid standards we never had to deal with. So up is down, right is wrong, cat sleeping with dogs. And all of a sudden the amygdala is going to you, hey, listen, I'd like to reach out and, and, and have some fun, but I can't go to the gosh damn. Sorry, that's the alarm. Every time I use amygdala, it counts. <laughs> I can't go to the <laughs> you hit your uh, limit movies for or a restaurant. Yeah, exactly. I can't go to the movies or a restaurant or these places, Brian, that I. I wanted to the mall when there were malls, right? So I have to find something that's going to fill my emotionally charged need for fun. And sometimes that's going to be bad stuff. I would ask you to remember, uh, uh, it's probably almost 18 months ago now, the kids that stole a car and pulled up to the police 
and were doing the whole shots and pulled up to the window and go, hey, we stole the car because they thought the cops wouldn't be able to chase him or arrest him. That yeah. was a long time ago. Why? <clears throat> because teenagers and young adults learn differently. Right. They learn by coming out and experimenting. They got to go fall through the ice to figure the ice is thin. But what we're talking about now <clears throat> is we have adults that are thrust into a situation that seemingly never ends. And some of those that are on the cusp of mental illness have been killed under family, family annihilators, killing themselves, doing violent acts. But what about the criminal on? What about they're not brain challenged and, and they're not uh, uh, set in their ways uh, 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 and set financially, you know what I'm saying, for the rest of their life or whatever you want to call that, the medication kicking in. But you're in this bandwidth where you've done a crime like shoplifting before. And now all of a sudden you go, I don't even have to worry about shoplifting. I can pull my car into the 7-Eleven lobby, load it up and drive out the other way because the cops aren't going to chase me and the prosecutor is not going to keep me in jail. What happens, Brian, is you created a surrealistic, not just unrealistic, but a surrealistic, a, a, a gosh damn a fantasy world. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Like Willy Wonka. Think about Willy Wonka for a minute. You remember the old Willy? I haven't seen a new Willy, but you remember the old Willy Wonka where all of a sudden uh, they press the, the schnozberries, tastes like schnozberries. Yeah. And the door opens up and they go in and it's a chocolate river and Augustus Bloop is going to jump in and everything is edible. Everything in that environment, you should test. Roald Dahl, when he wrote that, was teaching us how adolescents have to get kicked out of the yes. womb and the nest or they're never going to learn, right? That's what he meant by that. But now we've got an environment where a, a, an assistant district attorney, a sitting judge is doing shit that you've never seen before in your life. And you're thinking, well, maybe this is okay. But you know what, uh, Brian, what goes up? Speeding, speeding on the roads. And, and somebody's cool. going to answer that speeding on the roads went up because there was less people on the roads. That's part of the answer. But what's the other answer? If there's less people, there's less cops. Let's see what happens next. You, well, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So one of the things you're hitting on is very, very um, COVID related, right? The yes, second, sir. third order effects of this. And and I, I got perfect examples. I had a buddy when I was in the military and um, you know, he kind of hurt his foot, but then it felt better. And so he was running and he felt fine. Yeah. Um, the problem is when we just running normally, right? Felt yeah. fine. Problem is when you put kid on and put a ruck on, all of a sudden his foot would hurt again. So what had happened was he had a hairline fracture that was small enough to where he ran. He was totally fine. His body could handle that pounding even, you know, but as soon as that weight went on it, all of a sudden that fracture started to get a lot worse. Right. And that's part of what we're seeing right now. The stress fractures were there, but yep. all of a sudden we have these different restrictions. We have these different Yep. These things are affecting us mentally far more than people are giving you credit for. We've been saying that yep. since day one, right? So what are we seeing? Those that would listen, you're exactly an, right. An increase in just general speeding tickets, an increase yep. in uh, uh, um, drinking and drug overdoses, and, exactly. and, in, and in teenagers too. All of those numbers are coming out now for the last year and the year before that, and it's a massive increase. Why? Because that's called stress. That's mental stress. You're exactly that, right. That, it, that is, it, it, we have that stress fracture there. It's just no one's ever put this much weight on it before. Okay, so, so, highly charged political environment, yeah. uh, a, a global supply chain issues, a global pandemic. That's all pushing down on us right now. So if we've got those stress fractures there, how are they going to come out? Well, yep. they're coming out in exactly what we said you'd see them as. All of these increase of domestic violence, uh, increase of all the things I just talked about, criminal activity is going to increase. Exactly. And, if you, and if at the same time those are increasing and you're 
because of other social factors in the country, you pull back on police presence, you pull back on police funding. What are you doing? What do you you're you're opening the valve even farther? You're opening the valve farther. So it's going to come pouring out. And and what happens? The unfortunate thing is that it's got to hit some catastrophic Something catastrophic has to happen, and then well, what do we do? We, we do the we do the pendulum swing in the other direction. So you're and, and you're we're onto something. That. Yeah, we are, and you're onto something. But I want to I want to use your buddy's analogy, and I want to say a couple of things too. Reading every day that the Russians are going to invade Ukraine, <laughs> that the Chinese yeah. are on our border, that yeah. they're firing missiles over the that doesn't do anything for us, Brian. That that just uh, whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter. What what's happening right. is this instant barrage of information it is creating a catalyst for for more stress. We're sleeping less. That is not good. We're eating high. Uh, 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 I can't think of the name of the contact because of the drugs I'm on right now, yeah. folks. But the, the food is bad for you, and you're eating more of it. Okay, so what what I'm going to tell you is all of those things are a function that were exacerbated by COVID. They weren't brought to us by COVID. Right. They were exacerbated. Part two. Okay, your buddy's stress fracture. When it hurt, that's the brain sounding an alarm. The cortical brain structures. Mm-hmm. Okay. They send an amygdalic warning. Okay. That's the brain danger warning. Will Robinson don't do this behavior. Brian, you remember when we were in Seattle and that uh, uh, fire alarm went off in the hotel on that horrible yeah. stormy night. Yeah. And you and I you and Shelly were the only ones outside. <laughs> and even the person we went to the desk and we grabbed uh, folks. They had these little uh, uh, paper bags with an apple, like a, 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 a egg, and you know, a button muffin or something for or the something next like morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, we grabbed them and here it was two 30 in the morning and the lady had put them out already, but you know, for the next day, for the next we day. grabbed them and, and we asked her, Hey, why isn't anybody else in the lobby? And she goes, nobody listens to those effing alarms. Brian had your buddy not listened to the effing alarm. He would have exacerbated that stress fracture and been in a cast or had to have surgery. Had it right. What's happening now is the amygdala isn't being spanked back into its corner. And so that behavior, like, like, for example, uh, not wearing pants or shutting off your camera when you're on a Zoom went to masturbating while you're on with your 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 business mate. Yeah, what they happens call that is a tube that's a, Yeah, yeah, the tube. <laughs> and, and he had his tube in the, the Zoom. He should have pulled it back out. The idea was, though, Brian, you said it, the boundaries. OK, listen, humans learn by taking risks, taking chances. And, and that's why our brains are highly adaptive. And, and what all of a sudden happens is that impulsive nature that's going on right now. Uh, listen, a, a guy got a, a shot a cop and, and uh, uh, got bonded out. Okay. What? And, and, and that's so foreign to how things normally go that we're willing to go back to that fantasy reaction. And, and fantasy reactions can't last for long. And because, and because um, one of the main ways humans learn is through mimicry. Like this yep. is how individual cases lead to sociological adaptation, you would call it, right? Meaning- yeah, And um, that's such a great word. Sociological adaptation means that no matter how ridiculous it is, over time, it becomes normalized, Brian, and we well, the, don't pay as the, much the, attention. The alarm the, doesn't go off. And this is, be, and that goes back to the mimicry that I was talking about is that, you know, that's how uh, uh, if you see a school shooting happens, you're more likely to see one again pretty frequently. Right. Uh, you, you humans mimic each other, even something they see on TV or on the news or hear about online. Right. And if I already have those stretch factors there, if I already have things that I'm dealing with and I see, yeah. oh, oh, you did it. This is why, like, you can have 
uh, if you have a well-known person in, in a city or a community and they commit suicide, you're going to have an increase in suicides uh, right. in that area. If they can't take following. it, who can't? Right, because, right. Exactly. It's like, well, hey, if Greg can't take it and he's my hero, well, pff, I got no chance. I'm checking out. And right. and so I kind of want to uh, steer it towards, I guess I'll... If if you're willing to, Greg, I can I can depose you or put you as yeah, if yeah. you were you some. were speaking to a defense attorney or local politician about how this leniency you know is <clears throat> shown has as a negative effect on our society. How would I articulate that? How would I try to like in a, in the most linear fashion for someone who doesn't listen to our podcast yeah. or understand this stuff? And and that's the other thing, and this is why I pointed out his his one comment at the beginning. A lot of people don't know that that lowering you know the the ramifications for breaking law emboldens criminals. People don't understand that they they have a hard time making that link. So I guess yeah. where would I start and how would I do this, Greg? All right. So you asked me for linear and that's why I'm scratching my head. Yeah, right I know now you're, you're that's great. So hard Greg took his glasses so, off and is scratching his head. And my harder head's than right now. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and, and this is why Brian, uh, uh, you know, me, you've been with me a long time. Yeah. Uh, 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 anybody that knows me knows that when I testify in the stand, I'm just like we are on this podcast. I give common sense things. I talk about Hollywood. I go and talk yeah. about, my but you're also getting them. direct specific questions. Too. Exactly. So it's a little so, bit easier. Yeah. So, so, but, but what I'm saying is that that I will tell them how I feel about an issue as an expert based on other influences in my life. So you asked the question. I was unprepared for the question, so I'm right. going to give you Ed Gein. So Ed Gein uh, 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 lived with his mom in a small house somewhere on a farm. I think it was in Wisconsin back in like the uh, 50s and 60s. And uh, Ed's mom, who was the most controlling force in his life, died. And so he propped her up in a chair, put an Afghan on her and kept her in the house and talked to her the entire time, even as she mummified. Um, Ed also had a penchant uh, uh, for going to the local uh, graveyard, uh, digging up bodies, and he made lamps and tables and chairs out of it and sometimes sampled by making love to the uh, corpses or trying to eat them. Uh, that ridiculous, horrific thing that's true, every word of it is true, and you can look it up, folks, became the movie Psycho with uh, Bates and the Bates Motel. You, you know which I'm talking about, the yeah, original, folks, the, original, the, yeah, the yeah. Hitchcock, and, 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 and all the subsequent ones were based on it too, I guess. But the idea is that the reason it was so famous, and even now the shower scene and all the things about Norman uh, 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 astound us. And there's been plays and books and stuff written on it is because Ed Gein was such a novel, unique thing, right? Brian. Now every novel, unique Ed Gein makes the news in 50 States every day, all over the country. Uh, we hear about beheadings and cannibalism. We see a movie now, uh, uh, there was a movie on the free weekend called suicide squad. Uh, yeah, I haven't uh, and, seen it, but yeah. Okay. I watched the first five minutes of Suicide Squad. My PTS was acting up so bad, Brian. I had to shut it off. It was so graphic in its portrayal. I, I couldn't watch it, Brian. Really? Be between the sound and the light and the, the visceral damage in the... Uh, I can't even say the words on, on the air. So am I going back and saying, hey, Tipper Gore, uh, we got to cut back on pour some sugar on me because it, it's That's about having sex. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is we've been punched so many times by now, and they keep throwing this insulting tripe at us that we start believing the shit. And 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 so what's going to happen, Brian, is there's going to be somebody out there that's not as uh, doesn't have as much temerity as you. They don't they don't have as much resilience as you. 
And you know what, Brian, that person's going to be sitting down and going, man, what's next? I can't take any more of this. I can't take another six months of this. I can't take Omicron. What's next? That's what we have to avoid because the distant early warning signal is either going to boom, increase the suicide rate, boom, increase the uh, uh, infidelity rate, boom, increase the accident rate or the drug use. Fentanyl isn't causing the drugs. You get what I'm trying to right. say? Fentanyl is the newest drug. Yeah, so, yeah. So and, there, and then we once we crack the code on fentanyl, there's going to be something else. Like this, exactly is, right. this is the point is we don't deal. We, we deal with the symptoms. Oftentimes we don't deal with the actual issue. Exactly. And so, and, so my and, thing is you have to say that to that gosh damn jury, to that judge, so, to those people. So and, left and, unchecked. And and I, I want to kind of further divine. You, you you did a minute ago when we talk about sociological adaptation. So I, yeah. when 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 we talk about adaptation, uh, um, what we what what we mean by that is um, similar to sensory adaptation. So your brain, yep. the more often you're exposed to a stimulus, the less likely you are to notice it, right? And, yes. and in yes. fact, right. Brilliant. So I always give the example. You know, take someone who lives out in the country. Put them in, you know, New York City at Times Square Hotel with the window open at night. Like they're they're not sleeping, but guess what? Just like just like in Blues Brothers, where where yep. where uh, he picks up Jake from the from Joliet uh, Prison, drives him back to his place in in Chicago or whatever, and is like, hey, how? And the 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 L tracks are right right outside the window, and it goes by and it rattles everything in the apartment. He's like, hey, how 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 often does that that happen? He's like, so often you won't even notice it, right? So that's that's, that's so adaptation, true. right? That sensory yep. adaptation. If I add in there you know, change blindness, which is yep. just same thing with your brain, slow, subtle changes over time. You're less likely to notice, which is why you want to go small goal. I mean, whether you're trying to lose weight, you're, you know, small, slow, subtle changes over time are easier than trying to, I'm going to drop 30 pounds this month. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, but, but just little things in your environment, you're less likely to notice. So if I couple those together from a sociological perspective, if I keep, uh, um, you know, slowly changing this, slowly changing over time, yep. it's, it's going to be until something becomes catastrophic that we notice it. And, and, and that's the issue is that all of these slow changes in one direction over time is like, wait a minute, we, we, we're getting to the point where it's like, hang on, what the hell is going on here? And, and that's how it works. So sociologically, we, we get used to it, right? So what happens? Yes. Okay, there's these big protests and people in the street. Okay, we board up and everything's fine. And then Okay, well then there was kind of a break in there, so let's keep the boards up. And then, well, now that the boards and the windows are up, you know, and the secu extra security is there, why don't why don't we just keep that there? Okay, and then and then you know what happens? And it's like, wait a minute, we never went back here. We're continuing down this path, Precisely. like, and now it's gunfire in the streets, and you know, I mean, it's like. It's the it, new standard, and th that's why and they it's said built it's built on the, the new, ashes the new of the norm. old standard, and, right. and that's that's a problem. Is if it is if, if we're comparing it to where we're at right, to, if we're comparing today where we we're just at yesterday, Greg, that doesn't give us a good uh, a framework. It doesn't give us a good uh, way to compare uh, uh, where where the baseline has moved. If we compare it to five years ago, ten years ago, twenty yes. years ago, now we have some historical perspective where we can see. Hang on. Where has this gone? Where do we want it to go? But the problem is then we take a quick fix yes, and then it gets passed along to the next administration or next person that gets elected. Then we yes. do a quick fix. It's like, no, no, no. Let's, let's steer this you're, ship. You're it's not, duct taping this shit together. It's not a Frankenstein monster and it's not going to make it. It's not a speedboat. It's a, it's yep. a big moving yep. ship. So yes. let's point it, We don't, which means we don't need to do a 180. We don't need to do a quick left or right. We just a few degrees in a different direction in five, 10 years, we're going to be back on path, but it takes exactly. time. So I, that, that's so, my so, part about the sociological adaptation to one. So to you asked, no, no. And it's perfect. And you asked what I would say to the city manager, town manager, jurors, right. police chief, 
And, and I would give them with the Ed Gein because they have noticed that in their lifetime. But if you want a more linear, uh, uh, more scientific, less Greg answer, once the exploration and innovation start, which every brain learns through that testing process, consequences are there to keep us in line. Consequences. I do too much of this, I die. Right. I do too little of this, I die. Okay. So what we've done essentially is removed consequences. And you're saying, well, no, we haven't. Yes, we have. In large part, we've removed the consequences for your actions when it comes to certain crimes, even violent crimes. And we've read about those. And everybody knows the articles that I'm talking about uh, uh, that are put out by a, a, a DA saying, hey, this is it. Get used to it. Even if the kid does a violent crime, if he's doing this with a gun, we're not going to prosecute. Even if the person's a repeat offender, they're found with a gun, we're not going to do that. Listen, if you're a cop out there, you've had to learn by skinning your knees to deal with this in the environment. Those are consequences, Brian. Yeah. The rest of us don't have those consequences. We have a, a little bowel irritability. It's inconvenient. Inconvenience, not a consequence, right? So what happens is we can easily overcome those speed bumps in our daily routine. Wearing a mask is inconvenient. It's not a consequence. Getting an inoculation and getting a booster shot, ah, we do that for other shit anyway. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? But now all of a sudden, let's talk consequences. Because our diets have changed over the years, slowly yeah. and steadily, there's more young kids with diabetes than there ever has been yeah. before. Even kids that are in generally good health have diabetes. Why? Because consequences are meant to keep us in line. And we didn't listen to what? The alarm that was sounding. That's why I brought up the fire alarm. That's why I brought up your buddy's stress fracture. These are uh, 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 sirens howling at us from a rocky shoreline trying to get us to pull the ship in and crash. And, and if we don't, it left unchecked, it's going to get worse than it is today. No, and, and we know and, that. And, and one way to, to do that is you can map that out linearly. Literally, you could make a graph on, you know, crime rates or this crime rate or that crime rate or did yeah. stick to one specific and just do a trend line. You know, that's what yeah. always people always say, you know, one of the big things a lot of people ask about, we just had a recent phone call to last week uh, with a friend out on the East coast where it's like, well, where, where's the line? Yeah. How do I know? Like, when do I call? When do I get the help? And I always tell you, right, get the yellow pad out. Right. And, yep. and write down over time, the behavior you witness or things you see. And it's simple. Is that increasing in, yes. in seriousness or increasing in aggressiveness or increasing in consequences or is it decreasing? Or is it staying the same? Because like there's some people that are always the Eeyore, everything's bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> always. always no what it is. Yeah, and yeah. that's fine. That's who they are. That's their right. personality. But if it's getting worse and now they're making threats, now there's, that's different. That's increasing, right? So and your, 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 your analogy of consequences, I think uh, uh, the weight one is great. Losing and gaining weight, right? Yep. Look, there, there's consequences for that. But here's the thing. Greg, if I start eating more calories than I'm burning today and I start doing that, well, the consequences might take me a while to see, right? If it's only a little bit over what I need, if it's only a few yes. junk items now and then, it may take years before I see those consequences. But, but same, same thing, thing. get back on track, right? If I'm trying to lose weight or get into shape, I only I, need to do a little bit every day. But if I do it every day for years or months or years, I'm going to have serious, serious returns on that. So I like, I like the, the um, uh, consequences one and, and using that as an analogy and, and showing 
that mm-hmm. it kind of takes that over time, I guess. So, uh, uh, so Brian, the, the, the idea behind weight loss and weight gain, uh, uh, starvation diet is going to have repercussions, consequences, uh, s- slow, steady change over time is the way that, uh, humans have evolved and will continue to evolve. So what you're saying, I would argue that the opposite is true. Yes. It, the 2022 brain, they're experimenting with their surroundings, Brian. They're, they're finding the new operational range for peak performance. So suicide by cop has always been an issue. Yes. But now you have cops getting gunned down for little or no reason. They make a traffic stop. The person guns down a cop. We just had it uh, uh, last night uh, uh, in Houston. There was another uh, uh, New York cop shot uh, over the weekend. And a couple of days ago, a New York copper was killed and one injured. And at that time, that was number five and six shootings since January 1st of a cop. Okay, so we're trying to outpace previous goals. Why? Because we've taken two and a half years of saying cops are shit. Listen, don't get me wrong what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is if every single day we had messages uh, on the news that said McDonald's food is going to kill you. McDonald's food is high in salt. It's high in calories. If you eat McDonald's, it's going to kill you. Remember that gosh damn movie that came yeah, out with yeah, the, yeah. the guy? I don't me. remember yeah. the title. Yeah, yeah, supersize me, okay? If we kept that up and, and McDonald's didn't sue the shit out of everybody and they turned that into a comedy, then, Brian, people would stop going to McDonald's and there would be consequences. You see what I'm trying to say? So what happened is all of a sudden, instead of McDonald's losing uh, money at the gate, what happened is cops have... Uh, you know who said something great? Uh, Eric Garner's mom, because I read everything, Brian. Yeah. Eric Garner's mom said, we're not against cops. We're, we're against bad cops. That's brilliant. I'm with you in the corner. But everybody didn't go that way. What no. happened is the pendulum swung and the people that, that just like a, 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 a priest and the abuse and stuff, what happened is we lost faith there just for a minute. Somebody blinked. And when somebody blinks, Brian, that guy in the street, he needed no other push other than that blink to shoot a cop. You, you see where I'm going? Okay, because once we devalue that profession, those personnel, it's hard to unring that bell. So it's going to take months for us to get that back, maybe years. And sadly, the police officers are going to be in the squeeze play. They're the ones that are going to be feeling it. Does that make sense to you? No, Maybe. yeah. And, and it, it, it's like you said, it, it comes down to whether that's personal consequences, societal consequences, yep. whatever yes. whatever those consequences uh, are, it, it, it has to be there. And um, the other problem is, you know, you're trying to make policy or law, um, I guess more so policy, but you're trying to make policy that's going to widely encompass a broad yes. range of topics versus taking them each individually on the merits of the case, which is what it yes. should be. Are there yes. some people that get wrapped up into something? It's their first time doing something. They're young enough that they should be given a second chance. Absolutely. 100%. Right. But, but you can't apply the same standard to that individual that you apply for the repeat serial criminal offender who's continuously shown any contempt for authority whatsoever. Those are two different people. Yes. And, and this is the problem is when we, 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 you know, we look at it as a group rather than a group of individual people 
based on the individual merits. There's no better way than what you just brought up is like, okay, well, that guy's a bad cop. All cops are bad. It's like, that's the dumbest. There's no logic there. There's literally yeah, but, no logic. Happens every but, day. But, right, but here's, right. here's the thing. How many bad right. doctors are there, you yeah. know, in, in doctors themselves? You know why your medical malpractice insurance is so much? Because there's shitty doctors that are hacking yes. people up and killing people. So if you got, yeah. took the time uh, to get rid of them, so, so, other people like me who don't know shit about medicine don't have to learn things the hard way. Well, guess what? We'd all be better for it and you'd have lower rates, but we're not You're doing exactly that. Right. But so, go so back the, to the auto industry in Detroit. Okay. Yeah. The auto industry in Detroit, when they have a problem with the car, they issued a what? A recall. Any car that was yeah, built between this time and day. Cars. Yep. Yeah. It's a law okay. though. So, yeah. And so you can do that with society. Yes. You can do a do over, but what you can't do is you can't let a loud mob in the street dictate. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. what happens is all of a sudden this issue raises to now a camera and now we're torching a car and everything else. Okay, we're going to decide upon this. And you're going, wait a minute, that's a democracy. No, that isn't a, do a democracy. That's a bully pulpit. The, the idea behind a democracy is I have faith in one person from my district arena tribe and we vote him as the mouthpiece for the rest of the gang. Okay, we send him to a place where all the other gangs, if you remember the movie Warriors come out to play, yeah. we send them all there uh, to, to that thing. They all sit around and they go, this is a good law. This is a bad law. This is a good thing. This is a bad thing. We're going to make money here. We're not going to make money there. You can't decide on your own. That's the rule number one. That's not a democracy. The second thing is if you have leaders that are in, vote them in or vote them out. You can't just burn down your city and say, this is the starting point. This is what we're going to do. That's called a, a revolution, of course. But how did those revolutions end, Brian? There was yeah. a lot of violence over a protracted period of time, and we're still trying to get that pendulum to swing in a normal way, right? I, I mean, uh, have all of the ills and issues from the Civil War and the Revolutionary War and uh, the Treaty of Ghent, for the love of God, have they all been solved? No, they no. haven't. It takes time. But you can't decide that you're going to push and mold at this point in covid just happened to happen at a at a a significant stress fracture in our nation's development, right? It's all, all nations, right? Not just us. Yeah. And look, look, we're reaping the, the whirlwind. Once the exploration and innovation of the brain start, consequences are meant to to keep us in line. If we pull away the consequences, you reap the whirlwind. And that's and what it, we need to tell folks. Yes. And I think uh uh what you're getting now, again, it, it's is is horrible. I know just recently in Chicago over the weekend. Um, this little eight-year-old girl was killed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's like horrible, horrible story. I know the neighborhood, um, where she was from and it was just like, I mean, of just some gang shootout she gets, and we, we see this stuff happen and it's going to take people from that community to put pressure and like you, you, we, yes. we can't, this cannot go on. And, and especially in these major cities, that's where they're hit the hardest. Cause that's where the, there's going to be more incidents of crime. There's gonna be more gangs, there's more activity. So you, I mean, you, it's, it takes the community, it takes those people vote. Well, people are voting with their feet in Chicago. That's for sure. They're leaving in, in, in droves. Right. People talk about people leaving California, which kind of isn't, you know, I don't know how true that is, but like they're moving out of Chicago and they're all going to the suburbs and they're all getting the hell right. out. And why that's going to continue to happen next but thing. Is that big, the answer? But no, it, that's that's the problem is we don't have to exactly. accept the standard. We do not have to accept a standard exactly. in any of these cities. And and it but it takes that community involvement to to create. There's a lot of noise out there, but but at the local level, you can affect change much much uh, easier than some federal you know mandate or something, right? You're exactly you can, right. You can do it at a local level by talking to people and going, look, this is the problem. This is what we're going to see, and we're not going to stand for it. If fix it tribally, you fix it in yeah. your backyard in your neighborhood first. 
then you go to your neighbor and then you go to the next block. I totally agree. Listen, Brian, fear is a motivator. So take people that are older and move away from where it's cold because they want a warm climate. What yeah. also do they want? They want a gated community yep. that they can play golf and leave their belongings behind yep. because they want to go back to a safer time. They want to go back to Mayberry. Okay. And the idea is that you can't get there from here because the mass exodus out of a big city like Chicago been done. Okay. Yeah. Been done. Uh, LA, San Francisco, Detroit, Detroit. Yeah. Okay. You get what I'm trying to say? been done and what happens is something's going to fill that void it, yep. it, 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 it's like before the awakening in iraq brian yeah taking off the key leaders with saddam with the card deck still got my card deck you get what i'm saying and what happened is the next despot steps into that vacuum that's created and it gets so brutal and it gets it, worse than it was but do we want that and, and yeah. you and i don't want that and we've been talking logically about that the idea is that exploration of the brain is a natural function and if you allow, like, for example, uh, uh, the, the latest uh, thing with marijuana is uh, 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 decriminalized and legal. Those two different, two different things, yeah. standards, right? But the idea is that now they're talking about mushrooms. The people that are really in those trenches that are saying this is going to help a veteran so it doesn't blow his brain out. Brian, I'm behind it 100%. Yeah. The problem is that we get a bunch of people that are along with that. Uh, uh, that are right. just because all they want to do is get high yeah. and screw everybody of, of, else. Of course. They don't understand the consequences. And now all of a sudden, what do you have in your, your neighborhood? You have blight and you have graffiti. And now all of a sudden you have these stone people, you know, uh, uh, you know, doing stupid things. Okay. You can't have it both ways. What you have to do is you have to say, this is the, this is the goal. The, okay. Here's the 10 ring. But if we're on silhouette, that's better than nothing. Right. And right now, what we what we're letting it, uh, uh, what we are allowing to happen is we're playing fast and loose. And Brian, what what happens when you're fast and loose? Have you ever been to Vegas? Yeah. And, and you you won a, a pretty good hit on one hand. You go home right away, don't you? No, you don't. You're right. <laughs> don't yeah, you, you're, buddy. you're still and trying you're right to, yeah. back in, and you're doubling down, and then the next thing. We can't afford America. We cannot afford doubling down on that bet. We have to go back to homeostasis. We have to say this is right. This is wrong. And then we have to start building our way back up. It can happen. We've seen it well, on a, and, a, a, a large scale already. Happen. And my, my, one of my concerns is always not just is like we said, there's this pendulum swing yep. and if it gets to critical mass, if it hits yep. a point where there's, where there's blowback and everyone, then I don't want it to swing all the way back to the other direction. It was exactly. You know what I'm saying? This, this is the problem exactly. is that it goes, okay, well that didn't work. Let's go back yeah. to this. It's like, no, no, there's, there's a, there's a middle ground here that I, I think, you know, we're, we're too into, uh, we get caught up in platitudes. We get caught, caught up in these storylines that don't necessarily highlight an issue very well, right? Yes. Uh, anytime you get an anecdote, a story of something that happened, you're supposed to use that to highlight a larger issue. But what's happening is they aren't highlighting a larger issue. They're just, there's nothing behind it. It's just this one story. And yes, it's tragic and it's awful. Right. But, if it's to believe, be believed, right. But, but, but it, you're always going to have tragic, awful stories. It's, it's, it's to, like, meaning there's always going to be something that's outside of what the law said or you didn't expect to happen. So there's yeah. going to be these things, but you can't necessarily make case law or policy off of that one thing. You have to make it off of what's actually exactly happening. Right. You have to have some sort of data to support your claim and and just look at the the the, one, the best thing 
the FBI does is all of their uh, detailed crime reporting analysis. Oh, of and they have Second every possible different type of demographic you can. They collect so much raw information, right? And you can go on there and see they start releasing the, the e- kind of like the, I guess, the easy stuff to show in January. We've already some of the uniform crime reporting stuff has yep. come out for last year. And then it takes a while, sometimes even a year to get the analysis from, from, from you know, let's say 2023 will come out the 2021 analysis or something because yep. it takes that long. But you can already show the trend lines. You can show where things have increased and decreased. And, and, and it's, it's there. It's just look at it. Just read it and go, look, this is, this is the line. And if I'm drawing a graph, it's going up. So yep. what are we doing to counter that rise? What are we doing to, to get this back to a manageable level? And, and it, it, sometimes it's just focusing and reprioritizing what your objectives are and where your yep. resources are going. I mean, that's a big thing. I mean, it's like we're, we're getting into an area where once you get policy involved, you get politicians involved. So there's a lot of opinion, not, not, you know, not, so, not necessarily subject matter opinion either. So, so, so it's important so that... It, yeah, it's, no. it, it, it can get a little convoluted. Let, let, let's uh, uh, go back to your Asmovian, uh, Isaac Asmovian quote that you just did for my robot. Brian, that is the question. So uh, if you watch as much uh, useless free shit TV as I have to endure, uh, when I'm typing, I got to have noise in the background because right. I, I can't hear anymore. And everything in the house scares the shit out of me because I think the SWAT team's coming in. So I have the, the TV on and generally it's commercial, commercial, commercial. I can read, uh, uh, sing any jingle that's out there. So this morning on ancient aliens, Brian, you know, my I love new that favorite show. show. Okay. <laughs> so this morning on ancient aliens, you know, I'm just sitting down after a run, uh, Shelly's in the, the other room. She's getting ready for work. The guy made this following, uh, 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 juxtaposition, setting these things next to each other. And what he said is he said, the planet Mars always been this and that. And, uh, you know, you know, and he says, and it's always been associated with war. Well, it's been associated with war because the Greeks caused Mars, the God of war built a temple. See, so you can't mix up yeah. the order of things. Yeah. Second part, second part is they bring in, uh, uh, what the hell is that guy's name? Uh, Von Daniken, Eric Von Daniken chariots of the gods. Hold his shit now. Wrote a couple of books. Eric Von Daniken sees two rocks in a in a field yeah. and says that's supposed to be Saturn. That's supposed to be Mars. And the distance between those two rocks is exactly the distance between the pyramids of Giza. It's horseshit. You so, can't just keep throwing shit together. Wait, one more. So they came and said, you know, the Greys. Uh, I didn't know the Greys. Well, the Greys are part of the UFO little creatures. There's yeah. Greys and there's Blues and there's big heads and they've got names for every one of them. Could it be that after the war on Mars, the winners or the losers fled in their spaceships and colonized Earth? And could it be that they're the grays? No, it can't. My fucking potato in my cooler in the fridge isn't speaking to me. Where do they get that logic? That's what we're dealing with. So that, that show, I think, is a great example of how human emotion and policy, like, specifically politicians get involved in this yeah. stuff. Because what I love about that show, the reason why I love it is they'll go back to some historical event and they'll get 
some subject matter expert phd at some well-known university who's been teaching about this event for the 30 years of his life and read a book on or his or her life right and they'll go on there they'll go well here and they'll just explain well here's what we know happened and here's why right we can take a look at these readings of these rocks and show this and we knew this happened then because that coincided with other evidence we found and they'll lay it out and it's amazing it's beautiful right so they'll take 15 minutes or whatever to do that or 10 minutes and then they come to the guy with the crazy hair go but what if exactly aliens? And so, so then they go this ridiculous story. So the idea is that's, that's, that's humans right here. Here's a subject matter expert that yeah. says, here's what likely occurred based on here's the evidence. And then someone comes in and goes, but what if, and they don't have to prove anything. Precisely. They just create this. Stuff. That's exactly what we see with policy, right? That's but what what's if, happening right now. What if we do? What if it's not that, Greg? What if it's this? And you're like, so do you, do you have any if evidence say, to support that claim, sir? <laughs> no, and they don't need any. And right. so, Brian, I, I'm I'm making fun of a great point that you made. I'm saying that if we stick with the legal, if we stick with the moral, if we stick with the ethical, if we have a long term vision and go back to the least objectionable look. We're spending so much time worrying about if you're a Republican or a Democrat or Biden falling asleep. But the, look, it's all been done. I don't know. I think, it's, it's, I think those, those parties are starting to die out, honestly. Well, but, but do they have to? Is that evolution? Because evolution will not stop. Something and if will you come, won't allow the, its place. Yeah. If you won't allow the water droplet to create the Grand uh, or the, 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 the uh, Canyon or the Black Canyon or the Gunnison. Wow. I'm sorry. I can't even say that. Uh, that's uh, drops of water over a million years. Okay. That's going to be what happens with us. And how do we want to be remembered? And we want to be remembered for Eric von Daniken saying that the interstellar fight on Mars populated the earth, or are we going to go back to the law? Are we going to go back to the people and to trust and, and build our nation back to where it needs to be? And, 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 and Brian, you can't just do that with platitudes. You actually have to do that with elbow grease. And there's a bunch of people that are tired and, and I don't want them coming out shooting. That's all I'm saying. Because that that's also the thing. If you push a bully, uh, pushes yeah. you too far, it, sooner or later, there's the opposite end of the well, spectrum. That, we that, don't want to see that either. That's that's the thing, is is that and that's why I said I don't want this to keep going until it becomes yep. catastrophic. You keep pushing I, I people, totally you keep pushing you. people, you keep pushing people. If yep. I keep pushing you in the corner, you only have a couple options, right? You're either going to power me. I just put down. on a ball gag. Yeah. But you, you know, most people <laughs> would fight back at that point. I think you either lay down and take it, or yeah, or you, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna fight you're gonna fight back, yep. and it's gonna it's gonna come out much worse. I mean, you yep. can't 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 do this. And I, I again, I think it's the these things need to be taken at the lowest level possible at a I local absolutely level. Absolutely agree. And and they need to be decided on on the merits of the case. I mean, this is absolutely insane. When it, when someone who's convicted of a crime comes out and says. Hey, this was too lenient of a sentencing. Um, I don't know what a better red flag, as people would call it, would it. be. I don't Range know what flag. a better indicator would be uh, that there's there's something something catastrophically wrong. But but that would that would definitely be be it. I, Spot on, me. buddy. Spot so, on. Um, yeah, I, I, I think um, we we covered a lot in this episode, and you know it, it was a little bit 
I, we, we try to keep it linear, but the idea, for, especially for the listener, ask the questions about how to explain this stuff. You know, that's why we tell a story and take it from a different perspective. I have to say, explain to you a concept like losing weight or gaining weight or consequences to my 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 body from a poor diet, right? I'm not going to see that right away. So if I use that analogy, it helps it. Now let's place that in the case of what we're talking about uh, uh, for sentencing this individual. This is how it's going to sociologically have an effect on the rest of us, those small, subtle changes over time. So what we're seeing right now are these kind of ways of doing things that haven't been working. It takes a little while for us to see the effects. And, and to, to caveat that, Brian, because if I came in saying your ventral tegumental and your nucleus accumbens have to come together to push the dopamine and cortisol and the irregular patterns of the brain won't last. If I started that way, you're going to tune me out anyway. So that's the real answer that, that, yeah. that uh, America needs to know. But the idea is that the storytelling answer to project a, a likely spiral of where this is going to go. You know what I'm saying? That 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 uh, 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 flare that comes off the sparkler. If you don't pay attention, that's going to burn down the whole house. That's what we're yeah. trying to say. And that your brain learns. Your brain learns over time. And 18 months to two years has been significant time. It's learned to take advantage of a situation. Yeah. Well, I think. Uh... I think that's a pretty good place to sort of wrap the discussion on. I mean, each one of these elements in the discussion, especially when it comes to criminal sentencing, you can really get into details about yes. there's there's really a lot involved. And I think a lot of it's coming to the surface. Now, I know everyone, I don't ever want to be the one saying, oh, it, you know, everything's on fire, it's burning down. I'm the one who generally says, look, these we are now in 2022, 2021 and 2022 have become more aware of things in the world than we were before. I mean, people are now just yes. realizing they're complaining. They're, I, of course, they're whoever, whoever's president gets blamed for every problem, right? Yes. Because so, naturally they have control over everything, right? So like right now, people are saying, oh, the, the, uh, I, the grocery store, the shelves are empty. There's this. We're just seeing how the global supply chain works and when there's stress fractures on it, what that happens. We're just learning about this right now. We didn't know that. We just always had an endless supply of whatever exactly. we wanted. Same thing with these different criminal cases and, and how we're handling this stuff at a local level. Well, guess what? It's starting to take its toll. And people were saying it took, it took a defund the police movement to show people that holy shit, wow, these guys and girls must really be doing something because crime skyrocketed. We don't want to live in the city anymore. It's like, no kidding. You, you didn't know. You didn't understand yes. what was going on. And that's on you. And guess what? Now you paid for it. Now we have higher taxes. Now we yep. have more inflation. Now we have- and it's going to take time to come back to normal. You're paying right. for our own uh, ignorance on these yes. different issues. And that's yes. what this is to me. It's It's Oh, you're just learning about this. Welcome to the party. Come on in. Water's warm. It's cold. All right. We've been dealing with this stuff for a long time. Hey, thanks for just now tuning in. Okay. But guess what? These things have, and you know what? Long before any of us were born, people were dealing with those issues. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I think we're just getting to this awareness portion at scale, uh, honestly. And, no, and I think you're so, exactly right. Uh, uh, remember, uh, history, uh, uh, it, when we don't pay attention to it, comes back and pokes us in the eye. And and we saw this and we knew this and the historians in the world are going, we could have told you that, but Brian, we tuned them out. Why? Because TMZ was on. We had to find out what, what the Hollywood reporter wanted to tell us. So now you're right. And and Brian, I, I think this was a good episode because what, what you said is now information travels so fast, we learn of it more and we can't just shake it off either. So, so if we don't do something, uh, uh, expect more of the same. 
uh, flights aren't going to get safer. Yeah. Uh, you saw just over the last couple of days, uh, two flights returned after an hour and a half into the flight because the people got so violent and, and the pilots it, aren't taking it and the airlines aren't taking it. That's one facet of this huge diamond uh, uh, that we're forming because of all this pressure. And and that and that's the thing too, right? Because of how we're wired to think everything is so important that's happening so much is when you hear these stories, you have to go, well, well is this really a trend or is this right. just something that's topical right now? So the airline thing is perfect because that was my first reaction to you see the videos and the people get, which we knew would happen because of yep. mass and different mandates and stuff, right? We said, okay, is this really a problem or is it just making the news now? And then sure enough, you go look at the numbers and you're like, holy crap, the yep. amount of things that have happened in there has doubled over the last year. I mean, this is, that is a problem. 155 yeah. so far this year. We're, we're again setting a blistering pace. So, so I agree with you, but let's seek out those facts, Brian. Yeah, you, you let's just deal look for on it, yeah. facts. I, yeah, I you, totally agree. You, ha you have to look at what what does the numbers actually say? What, what, what are the incidents? How many are there? And well, it's not hard to find that. The beauty of it is now today you can find that stuff out pretty easily. When we talked about the, the guy driving through the parade and we told about his uh, uh, lineage and his pedigree of that's what he does all the time. He beats up women. He runs over women. If somebody tries to stop him, he flees. And, and uh, we said that it had nothing to do with the terrorist incident, had nothing to do with what was going around globally. It had to do with the local bad guy. And this yeah. is how he responded to everything. And that's why that story is going away. As many of those people, and, and, and I'm so sorry for your loss and so sorry for that city because it'll come up every year on a thing. But we got uh, hate mail that said, oh, you guys are just looking the other way. You're not playing with the fact. No. This was a, no, as a matter of fact, we were a little boring because we told you this is, isn't the incident to go out and burn down your village over. And we were right again. And we were right on the airlines. And I'm not saying we're always right, Brian, but I'll tell you, comheads using truth and facts and science, I'll always follow them, Brian. I always will. And if you come up and we're wrong, then guess what? I'll change my opinion. Yeah. That's a scientific way. Show us. Honestly, just send That's me it. something. We sometimes get people that, that will say, hey, well, you were a little off on this part and we'll correct it. That's fine. You got it. So... All right. Well, I think that's hopefully answered all of, all of your questions, buddy. Wrote in um, that that was a, yeah. I'm a sorry, we didn't give you a one-liner. Um, no, but I, I think there's enough there to to work with. So I think um, so. So thanks, thanks everyone for tuning in. Um, don't forget to check out the episode details, the Patreon site. Get a hold of us, leftwithgreg at gmail.com. We'd love to answer any questions or or discuss anything through the lens of human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. So thank you so much, and thanks to our Patreon listeners who do support the show. We 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 appreciate you for doing that. And don't forget, everyone, that training changes behavior. That's all for today, folks. But if you'd like even more content, you can head over to our Patreon page. The link can be found in the episode details. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and please tell your friends about the show. Thanks for tuning in and thank you for your support.